1140, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Thanks for listening here on a Thursday. National Signing Day has come and gone, and Georgia Tech fans are very, very excited. And speaking of Georgia Tech, without further ado, let's welcome in their head football coach, Jeff Collins. He joins us on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. Jeff, congratulations on an outstanding class. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it, was, it was a big day for us. Uh, started off at 5.30 in the morning with a uh, workout with the team over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and, uh, you know, capped it off with, you know, signing one of the top running backs. Jeff Collins with us on the uh, Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. Hey, Jeff, do you still get excited about the idea of that opening statement that you make to the team the first time everybody's together, or even when you get together the new recruiting class? I- I'd imagine that when you become a head coach, one of the things you do want to have in order is how you want to present. And each year might be different. The message might be a little bit different. But getting in front of that group for the first time has still got to be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It was just really good to get back to work with the guys. Um, you know, we've been on the road grinding for about three weeks. And uh, just to be back around them and uh, the energy and the vibe, you know, I still remember uh, a year ago when we had this exact same workout and, you know, with the transition and all those things, uh, there's so much we had to accomplish, you know, integrating the culture and making sure they understand what we need to do moving forward. And uh, there was a ton of work to do uh, a year ago last year. And it's really good to see where we are right now uh, as a football team, as a culture the way they understand how we work, the energy level that we require. Uh, it, it was pretty cool to see how far we've come in just a year's time. Do you have an idea of what the evolution of your message will be to the group the first time you gather them? Yeah, I mean, it, it's an ongoing thing. I mean, we met as a team. We already had a Club 1010 workout. Uh, we got together uh, at the beginning of January. And just the things that we had to improve on, um, you know, size, speed-wise, and uh, just being able to finish games, uh, you know, because we had three games that uh, were one-score games that were critical uh, that we did, we came up short last year, and just the small amount that we have to increase to, uh, you know, be the be the program I think we can be. You talked about being ahead of the curve on Jameer Gibbs. What did you guys see in him maybe before anybody else did? Yeah, I think just the evaluation piece, I think we are we have to be right on that. Uh, evaluate guys early, see what they can do, and uh, then go and build a relationship at the highest level. And we did that. Jameer was the number one running back on our board uh, from day one. And, uh, you know, I think we go through the whole recruiting cycle. He commits to us. And uh, then the rest of the world sees what we had already seen, you know, when he's having 400-yard games and rushing for seven touchdowns, eight touchdowns in certain games. I mean, he's an elite player. Uh, but even a better kid, and I think Tashar Choice and the rest of our staff uh, did a great job uh, building relationships with him and his family. By the way, we mentioned earlier today, credit to you for actually mentioning the people who maybe are more behind the scenes when it comes to the, the accumulation of talent, but the culmination of what happened yesterday. I, that, that did not get lost in this room that you mentioned people behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get I get more than enough credit, uh, you know, and it's, it's not me. It's the, the unbelievable men and women. Uh, that I've been blessed to know throughout my career and that they chose to come to Atlanta, come to Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech to help us build something really special. 
And, uh, you know, I think that their their contributions are amazing. And uh, anytime I can rem- and mention Patrick Suttis, Karima Hargraves, Thomas Guerry, and Mike Gregory, who uh, head up our recruiting department, uh, you know, I think it's, it's important because what they do on a day-to-day basis is amazing. Jeff Collins, head coach at Georgia Tech, with us on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. Going back to Tashard Choice, Jameer Gibbs talked about Tashard being in touch with him two, three times yep. a week. And that's a fine line that you're walking. That's much easier said than done because you could be an annoyance if you're not careful, but Tashard Choice knows exactly how to do that. Yeah, I mean, he, he's an amazing person. I, mean, I got to coach him. Um, when I was here at Georgia Tech as the recruiting coordinator, uh, director of player personnel, uh, and we signed the highest-rated class in Georgia Tech history, and the one that we just signed yesterday uh, was the top two in Georgia Tech history. So it's an exciting time, but just who he was as a player, who he is as a man, and all of that transcends into who he is as a coach, making connections, having an impact in people's lives, all of those things, you know, uh, you know, are, are you know, make young men like Jameer, Jamias Griffin last year want to come uh, play at the Flats and be coached by you know a legend of Georgia Tech. Yeah, Jeff, we're not looking for a Joe Namath moment, but a lot of Georgia Tech fans now are happy with what's gone on. There's an enthusiasm. There's a, a number twenty six that was attached with this class. It really doesn't happen often around here. I know you worry about your own. You don't worry about the entirety of the conference because it's not really smart. But you have a lay of the land in the ACC. What's realistic in the next couple of years? If you're addressing just Georgia Tech fans, not your players, that stuff is behind a door and you can keep it there. But what do you say to Georgia Tech fans about what the evolution of this program will be relative to the conference? So, I mean, the big big thing is is the same thing I've said since day one. You know, we are in downtown Atlanta at a top five academic institution in the epicenter of the, the greatest college football and high school football uh, that there is, and with all that we have to offer uh, at this great institution, Georgia Tech should be a destination spot uh, for the elite players uh, that are out there. And then we're not just collecting talent, we're building a program, but we're going to use the resources and the talent and the unbelievable high school coaching uh, that produces great players and, and guys that buy into our culture uh, to build something very, very special. I was here at Georgia Tech when we were a top-10 team perennially playing the New Year's Day bowl games. College game day was here. That's the Georgia Tech that I know and love. For whatever reason, that's been lost on a certain generation uh, you know, of people, and it is our job to make sure they understand that this place should be the elite of the college football uh, landscape, and it's our job on a daily basis to work, uh, to develop the roster that we have to the highest level, and then bring guys in that elevate our profile across the college football landscape uh, that we're one of the preeminent programs uh, in the country. I mean, that's the way I see this place, and uh, hopefully a lot of the Georgia Tech fans and other people uh, around the Southeast and nationally uh, will start seeing that Georgia Tech brand and understand that that is a place that you can go to be great in every single phase of your life Uh, if you're a part of the Georgia Tech football program. Don't want to harp on last year, but I think through adversity you find out who true leaders are, and I'm sure you found that out last year. Absolutely. We we had a small senior class. Um, It was the second smallest in the country, and so a lot of the younger guys had to step up and maybe even do some things that were outside of, you know, where they were in their development, but they did it. And, uh, you know, we've got a really strong group of guys uh, you know, that are leading this team right now, leading this offseason, 
and then we're developing some other guys that are going to be superstars for us in the future uh, culturally. One of the coolest things, you know, we had eight guys come in here at the midterm in January. Jeff Sims, who played in the Under Armour All-American game, unbelievable player, was in the Elite 11. Uh, you know, we're blessed that he chose to come here. But I asked some of the, the guys that played for us last year how the new eight freshmen are assimilating to the culture. And the best comment that I heard from David Curry and Chris Martin were that they are the culture. They chose to come to Georgia Tech because of what we preach, our vision, our message, what we are culturally, and they live it and they breathe it already. Um, you know, some other guys had been, you know, part of the, the previous way that things were done, and, you know, they're learning in real time. But these guys had a year to invest and choose to come to Georgia Tech because of what we talk about, who we are, and what we believe. It's really cool to see. Um, and there's going to be another, uh, I think, 19 guys come to the uh, flats in June to help with that as well. We'll have another opportunity on another day to talk about the transfers as well because that is a way quicker, especially if they're the ones you like and they fit a scheme or a system that you want to get them in. We can save it for another day. We were joking, though. Guns and Roses is coming to play down at Bobby Dodd. <laughs> now, I don't know how aware you are. I don't know if that piece of paper gets slid across. Uh, none of your kids were born when Guns N' Roses actually started right. this whole thing. But but I know you're a music guy because that's a big part of what it is. You're, sure. The connection. You've got to connect with young people. You don't want to force it, but you right. want to connect. How excited are you when stuff like that happens in and around the program? Look, it's hopefully God willing a moneymaker, which maybe some of that yeah. goes to your department. But But... The, the music part of it, you know, Nick and I were curious. I don't know what kind of music guy you are. We don't know what kind of music you listen to. But I do know sure. that you better be in tune with what 18- to 22-year-olds want to hear. <laughs> so when I was in high school, that was the Welcome to the Jungle was the uh, the song we ran out to uh, before games at Rockdale County High School. Um, so it's a little probably past our guys that are, um, you know, playing for us now. But we've already got it planned that, that night that Guns N' Roses is playing. Atlanta United has a home game, so during preseason camp, take <clears throat> the entire team to watch Atlanta United play, and then by the time we get back to the facility, uh, I'm sure Bobby Dodd is going to be rocking, Axl Rose is going to be up on the stage, and uh, you know, rocking out, so we'll get to see that a little bit, um, so it'll be really cool, and then, you know, hopefully November rain comes on, and uh, you know, we've got a big November plan uh, every game uh, that we play in November is in Atlanta, um, except for one that's 77 miles away from Atlanta uh, will be the only <laughs> game that's not in Atlanta uh, that we'll play in November. How much would it help, and I'm assuming it's not against NCAA rules, if Slash wears a Joe Hamilton jersey <laughs> on stage for at least the encore, if not the whole show? Yeah, there's no doubt. I'm trying to lobby, too, that I get up on stage, too, um, to be the, you know be there for one of them. Why not? Jeff Collins uh, with us on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker line. On a serious note, it's only three weeks before you open the season against Clemson. I'm sure there are contingency plans in place because that field is going to take a beating, I would think, that night. Sure. Yeah, there's some there's some plans in place, some exciting things. Todd Stansberry, athletic director, Mark Roundtree, you know, they've got a really good plan uh, for us. So yeah, it's going to be really good. What about the idea of opening up with Clemson again? What do you learn from last year's summer that maybe actually pays a dividend going into this game? Yeah, I mean it's gonna. I mean we're gonna be a completely different you know team. Um, you know we're still in the transition phases of the offensive line, defensive lines especially. You know we're gonna be so much uh, bigger on both fronts. 
uh, that we were really at any time last year. So just excited to see that piece. Uh, you know, our, our the guys that we signed with this class O line wise average six foot five, two hundred and ninety four pounds. When we got here, our O line averaged six one and a half, two sixty four. And so, you know, excited about those things. We added a six foot seven, three hundred and fifteen pound uh transfer from Vanderbilt, uh Devin Cochran that we're really excited about. And, uh, you know, our defensive line that we signed uh, averages 6-5 as well. So just getting length and range, um, you know, across both sides of the ball up front uh, is going to be really big for us. You know, you go back 25, 30 years, there may have been one, maybe two, three hundred. Yeah, they were freaks. Yeah, one or two 300-pounders. Now you, you got to have them across the board. It's amazing how times have changed in a relatively short period of time. Absolutely, and we're we're excited about the guys that we're bringing in. Uh, Lou Corral, our head strength coach, is doing an amazing job uh, developing our team. You know, we went out there uh, yesterday morning um, and worked out with the guys, and just the the way our guys look, the carry themselves uh, is is noticeably different uh, than this time a year ago. And Jeff, last one: Do you think that you guys can energize the campus enough where? student section, whatever it is, it can get bigger. Uh, the buzz around the school on Thursday sure. before Saturday. Every pun game. intended. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> right. And, and that, that's what we're working on every single day. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, you see McCamish right now with the basketball team, um, you know, doing some really exciting things. You know, the, when you go there, the, the, the energy is palpable, and we got to continue to carry that over, uh, you know, into Bobby Dye. We're going to have a student appreciation night. Uh, the first Sunday of spring ball and, uh, you know, get them out there and get them intimately connected uh, to what we're doing. Um, our guys are doing a ton of community service right now. They're going to all the other sports games. If you check it out on social media, the interaction with our student body um, is at a very high level. So, I, you know, my whole thought, thought process is we need to be giving um, you know, recognition to other people. And then hopefully once the football season comes, it'll be returned in kind. And uh, actually trying to energize the Atlanta United fan base, you know, because they started in, in Bobby Dodd Stadium, you know, their first season playing there uh, under the lights and, you know, hopefully engage in that fan base as well because uh, we're right in the heart of Midtown. And, uh, you know, it, it's an exciting time. And the future is really, really bright. And people need to get on board, uh, you know, earlier than later. So you want to plug now with the dead period being here, spend some time with the family before you hit the ground running? Yeah. So we, we still have a have a house up in, <laughs> up in Philadelphia, a uh, really cool 108-year-old house uh, that's for sale. So I'm sure it's not the right market that I'm preaching to right now. But uh, <laughs> so we're, we're up here taking a couple of days to unwind, get a cheesesteak or two, and then come back. And then when we get back on Monday – uh, there will be three weeks of off-season conditioning until we get to spring ball. So it's going to be fun. Spring game, April 10th, under the lights, Friday night, Bobby Dodd. Uh, hopefully we'll pack the place, too. Jeff, is it 108 close to the city, or are you sort of a Pennsylvania country uh, gentleman, a, a farmer of any kind? What kind of setup are we just talking right, about? Just, just, just right outside, uh, right outside Philadelphia and Chestnut Hill, and a beautiful, beautiful home, so... So anybody, if there, anybody in the market. Yeah. If there are any takers, Domino will just uh, command a 5%, 3%. finder's three, fee. 3%. Oh, five, I'm not here. Jeff Collins is a friend five. of the show. <laughs> okay. 3%. A friend of the show discount, Jeff. 3%, not 5 <laughs> No doubt. No doubt. All right, Jeff. Listen, congratulations. Looking forward to spring ball, and we'll talk to you soon. 
Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeff. You got it. Jeff Collins joining us on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line.